0: Today I am joined by the founder of Scared Not Broken, Brianna Terry. Since the age of two, Brianna has had a diagnosis of osteopetrosis. Hopefully I'm saying that right, but what that is, is it's a bone disorder that even if you just run into something, you can break a bone. And that's the cause of her vision loss. There's two forms of it. So she has the most severe form and She's had a lot of surgeries throughout her life to deal with her condition, but she has not let that stop her. And her Scarred Not Broken organization also serves as a message to other people with disabilities in life. You might be scarred, but you are not broken. So, Brianna, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Why don't you start off just kind of telling everybody a little bit about yourself?
1: Uh Well, as you mentioned, I'm Brianna. Um, I was born blind, as you said. And at two, I was diagnosed with ICO And you said it right, by the way. I know it's kind of hard, but no, that was right. And what is this? A bone disorder. So my bones doesn't produce enough marrow, which causes them to be extremely hard and fragile. So as a result of this disorder, I've broken almost every bone in my body. Some of them actually more than once. I've had a number of surgeries, to be honest. I've lost count. After so long, it's just like sick in nature, you know. But in the beginning, they told my parents I wouldn't live to be 10. So I'm 28 now. Actually, next month, I'll be 29. So I just feel like that's a blessing in itself. And it's been rough along the way. Don't get me wrong, but I'm a fighter. I mean, I try not to let anything stop me, you know.
0: Absolutely. So, so there's two forms of di- this disorder and you have the most severe. So tell us what's the difference between the two and why yours is so severe.
1: So there are two forms and actually mine. Well, like you said, it is the most one. But the other one is actually uh, the child, like the childhood form. So once I passed 10, I survived the the you know age of 10. Well now it turned into the adult form, which is the most severe. Mine actually causes vision loss. It, so some of the, the bones in my skull were smashing my optic nerve, which is what caused it not to form. And that's how I lost my vision. And so with my bones being so fragile, I, just, I can't see, so you know, it's nothing for me to bump into the wall, bump into anything, and there's another fracture. Um, There's actually no cure for this disorder. Well, let me take that back. There is one, but the only cure is actually a bone marrow transplant, which is quite rare because the only way to get it is if you find a match. And so far, I haven't found a match. And there's no 100% cure should I say, because there's still a 50-50 chance that it'll work. So that's been another reason why, like, yes, I pursued and I, we've looked for matches, but I've still been kind of hesitant because I'm like, what's the chances of us doing this and me going through this extensive surgery and this whole process because the transplant process is very, very, very tedious and it's just a long drawn out and it doesn't work, you know, or you end up in the worst form that you're in because The bone part of it is just one side effect. Like, that's actually the major... I mean, you know, that's the big thing. Okay, you break a lot of bones. But chronic pain is also a major side effect. So some days I may wake up and I can barely walk. Or some days I may wake up fine, but by the end of the day, I can no longer walk.
0: Well, tell us what it was like growing up. I mean, how did you deal with going to school and and having friends because i mean it has to be difficult it it, it might be difficult to do other activities that people do because you you're worrying about breaking a bone and you're so fragile So, so what was that like how did you deal with that
1: honestly as a kid it wasn't so bad because you know i mean i'm pretty sure it was bad for my parents i'm pretty sure i've given them Several heart attacks, or I'm on heart attacks, because you know, kids are fearless. So they try, they don't realize like, well, you can't do what the other kids are doing. So anything another child was doing, if they're riding their bike, hey, I'm gonna try to ride a bike too. I'ma skate too. Now, a lot of this has ended me in the hospital. I've broken my arm on skates, I've fallen <laughs> off a bike, um, I've broken my leg playing at the park and had to get life lighted. And another thing, so when I break my bones, the normal, a normal person bone, maybe you'll break a bone and it takes what about six to eight weeks for it to heal. Well, for me, that's double. So it's anywhere from 12 weeks to six months. So I always know, like, when I break a bone, okay, you about to be out for a while, depending on what month, probably the rest of the year. So that was the hard part because now it's like, no more school, no more this, no more, you know. But it really wasn't until I got high school in high school that the challenges really started to come because at this point, well, for starters, I attended a school of like 4,000 people and I hardly knew anyone because I mean, you know, I'm just a little freshman and we have like, well, at the time when I started high school, we had two high schools in my town. So a lot of my friends went to a different high school and the few friends I did see, or I didn't know with a school that large, you rarely ever see them. And then, you know, by the time you reach high school, everyone has their own clique, their own people who they're talking to. And then, of course, I'm limited because I can't just get up and run and go do what y'all are doing. Or some days I may be in the wheelchair, especially right after surgery, you know, so I can't just go with y'all. So that was hard for me. I spent many days just alone, kind of to myself.
0: Well, when was the last time you actually broke a bone and, and had to have surgery?
1: I actually had, so the last time I broken a bone was about, oh, actually, I think in 2018, when my 25th birthday party I ended up breaking my leg, but I actually had surgery maybe two months ago, recently.
0: Wow. So tell us about the organization that you founded, Scarred Not Broken, how long has it been in effect? And- we, I know through your bio why you wanted to find, found it, but tell us what it does and, you know, in your own words, why you decided to found it.
1: Well, Start Not Broken is an organization I started to help individuals with disabilities live the life they desire. And I say that because for, that looks different for everyone. You know, I want you to live, to live out your dreams live where you want to live. For some people, they may want to get a job. Some may want to go back to school. Heck, for some, their goal is just to be independent, to live on their own. And that's understandable. So I want you to do whatever it is that your heart desires. And I got the name because as you guys know, I've had several surgeries. So from that, I have a lot of scars. And that's always been something that bothered me. I try my hardest to cover and hide them and hope people won't see them. But one day, I just had to realize, like, we're all scarred in some type of way, whether it's physical scars. We all had, you know, obstacles in our life or something that happened that left us with mental scars, emotional scars. But, hey, if you're still here and you're still going, it didn't break you. So we may be scarred, but we're not broken.
0: Absolutely. And, and you weren't expected to live past 10, but God has almost tripled that. So let's talk about you. You talk about live the life that you want. So what what life do you want to live? And do you feel like that you are achieving it with everything that you've been through, but not letting that stop you and all that you're doing now for other people?
1: Um, So to be honest, yes. Now, I do think I'm living off the life that I'm supposed to be living now. Is this what I desired in the beginning? No. Because, like everybody, I wanted to go off to college. I wanted to go, you know, I graduated at the top of my class. It was like 500 and I want to say 40 something people in my class, and I was like number 60 something. So I graduated at the very top, and my goal was to go off to college. Like, go, I wanted to go to Spelman, but by the end of my junior year, I realized that wasn't going to happen because I was hospitalized almost every year in high school. One year, I was hospitalized like four times. So I started to slowly realize like, this may not be for you. We may need to reevaluate some things, but I still had hopes of going to college because I'm very optimistic. So where I might be sick today, I'm still going to think, well, maybe tomorrow I'll feel better. I literally could be in hospital dying today. I'm still going to have hope that, you know, so I still was hoping to go to school, but right after high school, I ended up back in the hospital. So School was pretty much out. I did attempt a couple of times, but each time I'd go, maybe a semester. I think I did a year. I ended up doing actually like two years of school, and then I ended up back in the hospital. So I, had to, I realized like there has to be another way. For a while, I was down. I hated it. I, I remember telling my best friend, I feel like a bum. But I kept praying, and I was like, God, there has to be another way. And then that's when it just came to me, hey, Start an organization, to help. although I couldn't do what I wanted to do, I can help somebody else. And in doing this and seeing how I've helped people and how people really appreciate it and really do take to my story, it lets me know that this is what God had for me to do all along. And I truly enjoy it.
0: So what did you want to major in when you went to college?
1: I was going to college. I wanted to be a counselor, so I was going to do social work like my undergrad, and then I was going to go back to be a mental health counselor.
0: Have you ever thought about, do do they have any programs online where you could, you know, do it from home or do it, you know, without having to actually be on a campus?
1: I have thought about it, but honestly, this year has been a lot. I've had two surgeries just within the last, like, in the last year, it hasn't even been a year yet. From like August to now, I've had two surgeries, and I recently just finished radiation. So, once you know my health, currently get under control, I will maybe you know revisit. Do it. but um, I'm actually working on my life coach certification now. So,
0: there you go. Well, I know I heard about your story, your story through the media where you were being interviewed in Texas. So, you know, how popular is your organization? What what kind of exposure are you getting to be able to get the word out about your organization and let people know that you're there to help?
1: Well, like you said, I was interviewed by the news and they actually aired my story like twice because they just aired it again for Black History Month. Um, In October, we did this huge event for blindness Awareness Month and so we did like a big, it was called Blindness Awareness, Awareness Day and I did an event, it was actually a pop-up shop so we had like several vendors come out and sell things and then you know, a few of like the like the lighthouse and the different ones for you know, people with visual impairments and then we were able to you know, talk about the organization and tell people what it's there for and then of course the news I'm on Almost every
0: social media platform you can think of, so getting it out there. How many people in maybe America or even the world do? And I don't know if you know the answer to this or not, but how many people suffer with the disease that that you suffer with? You know, maybe like a percentage or or something like that. And what kind of research is going on to try to, you know, bring more of Of cures to hopefully this disease,
1: there's way more research now than there was when I was first born because when i first when I was first diagnosed, there was hardly anything online about this disorder. I was truly blessed because I broke my foot, and my mom took me at the time she was working at the um, at the hospital herself, but she just took me in and had them x-rayed. And they told her that my foot, my bones look different from other people's bones. Like they had never seen that before. And so they told her she should consider taking me to a specialist ASAP. And thankfully, the specialist she's taken me to have recently just finished doing a research study on this disorder. So they were able to tell us right off, oh, that's what it is. But there was hardly any research out there. Now, today there's a lot more you can find online and different things, but there's not many people at all. I don't know a percentage, but I honestly don't think if there is any more people in Houston with this, it may be five, because I'm in this oh, it's called OPEC, this ICO for Society, um Society group, and we meet, like, once a year with the pandemic, we hadn't been able to do it, but when I first went to that convention, I was shocked at the number. Altogether, there may have been there may have been 15 people there, and that's including the family members, like, because my mom and I went. So other people have brought, you know, their mom, their husband. So there was maybe 10 of us in the room with the disorder, if that much. The rest of the people were family members or people that chose to accompany me. I was shocked to see such a small number.
0: So this next question is a two-part question. Sounds like it's a rare disease, but, but for anybody out there who might be or feel like they might be suffering from it, what are the symptoms that people can look out for? And also, what are the resources that people can check into to research, maybe if they have somebody that is suffering with it or they're suffering with it, what are the resources that they can look at and try to see what they need to do and try to get as much support as possible? So some of the
1: symptoms... Um, as I mentioned, I broke my foot, so that's how I've been diagnosed. I'm, I've been having this disorder all my life, I was diagnosed at two. But what I can tell you is if you've broken a number of bones, I mean, granted, some people are just clumsy, but if you notice, like, you bump into the walls or something, and boom, there's your, your foot is broken, or you may want to look into it. Um, like I said, there's two different forms. So, because one of the ladies that were there, she didn't get diagnosed until she was like in her 60s or 70s. So, if you notice yourself like just hurting a lot, meaning just chronic pain, I don't mean just like, okay, maybe it's like arthritis, but talking just excruciating pain, or uh, also, I'm also, I also suffer from anemia. So that's a side effect. Um, I recently, as I mentioned, just finished radiation because my spleen was enlarged. So just small things like that. If you notice, you know, your body's been off. But it's quite rare. I'm pretty sure none of y'all have that. I wouldn't. I promise I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. But there actually is a lot online now. So if you have any of those symptoms that I just mentioned. And another thing, if you have broken a bone and you notice that your bones look a little different. That could be what it is. I will go to your primary care doctor first, though, before you start self-diagnosing. Just say, hey, you know, maybe this can't tell me what this is. But all the things I mentioned, um, pretty much, yeah, that's about it.
0: Tell us about some current or upcoming projects that your organization is working on that people need to know about.
1: So we actually have, I think, Again in October coming up, that's the big one for um, Wellness Awareness. That's an annual thing, and last year was our first annual. So this year, of course, we're trying to make it way bigger. So if you have any type of business and you want to come and sell, you know, your products, or if you just want to come and give some information, you want to get a booth, you want whatever it is, if you want to just come and talk to us, feel free to reach out to me. Um, It's getting toward the end of the year, so I am going to. Reach out to some seniors and see what they need as far as helping out. um, The Scar Not Broken is going to start a scholarship this year. It'll actually probably be up next year, but this year we are going to try to find a senior. So if there's any seniors out there with disabilities who are, you know, wondering what your resources are as far as going to college, getting a job, maybe even getting technology and you are unsure what to do, feel free to reach out to me. As I said, I'm working on my life coach certification, so I'll be doing that. I'll be offering that service, hopefully starting in the summer. And we will be at the national convention, the NFV convention in July. So look forward to doing. I'm actually going to try to do like a panel or something, you know, host an event there to tell more about the organization. Oh, and stay on the lookout for my book. It will be out hopefully in the next few months.
0: Okay, is there any information that you want to share about that book right now, or is it kind of too early? Let us know about it.
1: Um, oh, I can tell you about it. So it's a memoir. So it's just a sort, you know, he's telling my life some of the challenges that I faced, that I've overcome, some of the things that I wanted to do. I hope that it will inspire you. It's called Scar Not Broken as well, but it'll just give you a deeper look into my life and what it's like living with Petrosis.
0: Absolutely. So so people can reach out to you if they want to help out the organization. Maybe they're not in in the Texas area, but they but they would like to help out. Give out your website, your social media platform and ways that people can reach out to you. And also do you have any osteopatrosis resources on your website so people can just come to your website and get information if they need it.
1: Yes, there is information about osteoporosis on the website. The website is scarrednotbroken. dot um, You can follow me on Instagram at brianna underscore lachey. I'm on Facebook at Brianna Terry. I also have a Scar not broken page on Facebook, but you can follow. You can add me as Brianna Terry. Also, if you would like to email me, if you want to, you know, if you have a podcast or any. Speaking events, you can reach out to me at scarrednotbroken.org. And that's scarred with two R's. So it's C-A-R-R-E-D, not broken. O R or G at gmail.com. All
0: hey, right, ladies and gentlemen, scarrednotbroken.org. Be sure to follow, rate, review, share this episode to as many people as possible. Brianna is definitely an inspiring lady she like she said is scarred but not broken and i'd like to take this time to thank her for joining me this evening and tell the android listeners go to the google play store and download the living the dream with curveball podcast app and if you know somebody that's suffering with this disorder reach out to brianna and she can help so thank you so much for joining me brianna
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was truly my
0: pleasure. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.